Welcome to No Judgments Here, the number one rated podcast in Northwest Arkansas and the Tri-City area in Nebraska. I'm your host, Mike, and with me, as always, is Mr. William Hendricks. How you, how you doing tonight, sir? I'm excited. Yes, sir. It's good to be here. I got a vodka in hand. I'm ready to roll. I'm ready to get this Rocklahoma shindig weekend going. Right. Happy Rocklahoma Eve. Yeah, Eve? It is here. It is Eve, here. Eve, 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 Eve. Because we're tomorrow's skipping. The, yeah, tomorrow's the setup. Uh, you driving down here, us getting together, having a Thursday night. I guess we're doing some double drafting for fantasy, yeah. uh, hanging out, going to Block Street, getting our items, grocery items. It's all about the setup and hanging out. And then uh, yep. Friday we'll be on site, ready to roll. I know. I'm excited. I'm ready. Um We'll see what the last hurrah of the Rocklahoma group is uh, before we rename it to Louder Than Life. Louder Than Life group. Uh, I'm excited. I'm, I'm pumped. Yeah, I'm me excited too. excited for what Louder Than Life is going to bring us because I, exactly. I, I have complete faith and trust in everything that DWP brings to the table. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, I think probably we should start off talking about um, the kind of the fiasco that's going on at Rocklahoma right now um, with the fact that obviously we know Lint Biscuit canceled due to the uh, old Rona um, and just the precautions and health and safety measures and everything like that, which can't blame them. Um, but Rocklahoma has failed to deliver us a headliner for Sunday night. Yeah, pretty uh, disappointing. Uh, and not only the disappointing part is uh, what kind of what they've always kind of done to us. They keep us in the dark. Uh, not yeah. a lot of updates. Um, I, I would expect you can to provide us with daily updates. Uh, here's where we're at. Um, here's kind of the struggles we're having. I mean, obviously they can't go into full details. They're not going to let us do. But just any type of details. Um, they, they announced the stage uh, schedule the other day, and they just simply said that Limp Bizkit's no longer performing on the bill. They mentioned nothing about what is happening Sunday night in Limp Bizkit's headlining spot. And when yeah. you look at the schedule, there's nothing listed. It's it's yep. Hellstorm from, I believe, 9 to 9.45. I think he got the hue on the second stage from like 9.50 to 10.30. Yep. That's all. That's in the the lack of details and communication with us, the Rocklahomies, um, is very disappointing, and and one of the reasons why we're moving on to the DWP teams. Yeah, I mean, so it's yeah, it's crazy. I don't understand how you. I guess I get it at short notice, but we've known that Lint Biscuit canceled what two weeks ago, if not longer. I mean, according to yeah. Lint Biscuit when they announced the cancellation that was for every show out there. Now I will state uh, rebel rock blue Ridge and aftershock who they were also performing at didn't make replacements for Limp Bizkit at that time, either of the initial right. cancellation. It wasn't until the second notice came. So there was some type of miscommunication there uh, to get the ball rolling, but you have to believe that the, the Rocklahoma camp when Limp Bizkit initially canceled those dates, we're on the horn with the Limp Bizkit team trying to figure out what was going on. Um, and so contingency plans were surely happening in the background, behind the scenes. Um, and in, we, we've always discussed it. Prior Oklahoma is podunk Oklahoma. Um, yep. It's very difficult when a band drops to get bands to just show up in podunk Oklahoma on a very short notice. Um, and I think AEG would have to pony up 
because the bands would obviously have leverage here when it came to the money situation. And what I'm gathering here is that AEG did not pony up to, to bring in an act to replace Limp Bizkit. That's, that's the only guess I can make here uh, because even though it's, it's, we're in the pandemic, there's plenty of bands out there touring. Yeah. Um, and you would have to think if you, you know, agreed to pay, you know, one and a half times what their fee is, plus pay for all their, their travel uh, to get to Podunk, Oklahoma, that a band would agree to do it. But it's, it's not to be, it doesn't appear. I, and, and I just not expecting anybody to perform that night at this time. Right. Which is strange. You know, which is so strange. I, you know, this makes me think back to God, what would have been what 2017 um, when Chris Cornell passed away. Um, mm-hmm. That was about two weeks before Rocklahoma, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And yeah. we were provided with a, a headliner or a replacement headliner. Granted, it was not a band of caliber of Soundgarden, but it was live, mm-hmm. yeah. um, which would still would have been pretty cool to see. Um, so I know that it can be done. And when you're getting Bonnaroo just canceled. Now there wasn't a ton of rock acts that were on that bill, but surely you could have got one of those to come over. I mean, you got steel Panther just canceled their or postponed their shows that were taking care that were taking place in Louisiana Mm -hmm. and Tennessee. And they're on the bill. They were just added this week without really any announcement. Yeah, I mean, and that all kind of happened within like a 24-hour period. I, I saw yeah. the news that Still Panther had postponed like five dates this week. And uh-huh. then I think the same day we got the announcement that Still Panther was actually on the bill. It looks like they're replacing Crobot, which is disappointing in my mind. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad to see Still Panther on the bill. I think they should be one of the house bands. But that that had, that looks like that came across and that happened very quickly for them. Right. Um, so it's it's just weird. Um, when when you look at, of course, Still Panther is not a headliner, so there is that money factor, right? I, I don't know. It's it's unfortunately we're left to speculate, and it's very hard to come up with what exactly transpired here because we know that AfterShock immediately replaced Limp Biscuit with Faith No More. We know that Blue Blue Ridge replaced Limp Biscuit with The Offspring. We know that uh, Rebel Rock uh, replaced Limp Biscuit with. Who the fuck did they do it with? Uh, Incubus, Inc- wasn't Incubus. It? yeah, Incubus. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. I mean, three awesome acts who I, I would have been more than happy if any of those guys showed up at, as a replacement. Yeah, uh, especially yeah. Incubus, but not not to be in. Of course, Incubus. Yeah, I will say Incubus and the Offspring have dates scheduled on Sunday for Limp Bizkit. Um Faith No More does not. So I, it, I who knows? Who knows? Right. I mean, obviously, you know, we have four days before Sunday. <laughs> Um, we'll see if maybe they surprise us with something in the meantime, but I don't think we're holding our breath at this point. No, so. I've, I've, I've pretty much thrown in the towel. Uh, my guess was going to be that Mastodon would step in. Yeah, uh, Mastodon is playing Bonnaroo on Friday night. I don't believe they have any other dates after that. They actually had just filled in as a headliner for Cycle Las Vegas a few weeks back. Uh, so they're a band who's willing to step in at a time. It's, you know, it wouldn't be a, a great headliner. But it is a headliner. It's a band to put yeah. into place uh, at late, at last notice. And again, uh, I think the only other act I saw that's performing at Bonnaroo on Sunday uh, was the the Struts would be to Rocklahoma lineup 
again, it just doesn't look like anything else is happening here. Yeah, I mean, you know, something just popped in my head. And maybe it's an outside shot or a wish or, uh, you know, a last prayer, Hail Mary. But you got Phil Anselmo performing at 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Why couldn't you fly the guys from down in and headline that night? Yeah, well, I mean, the issue obviously be would could Phil handle that uh, to, to perform? Because Phil's getting a full hour with, with the solo act, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. I'm excited about that. And then you want to give him another hour and 10 minutes. Now, I would be all for it. Uh, right. I think that would be amazing. But it can Phil perform for over two hours uh, in the same <clears throat> night for two different yeah, days. Uh, yeah, that, yeah that good, point. Good, good point. Good point. Good point. Good point. Good point. All right. All right. Well. Enough Rocklahoma. We're gonna. Well, I'm sure we're gonna have all kinds of reactions and thoughts and reviews and everything for probably what will be a supersized pod next week. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the meantime, why don't we just go ahead and carry on with what do you have for me in the news? Uh, not a lot. Uh, it's it's Rocklahoma week. Um, yeah, so I, don't, I don't have a lot of details. Um, Kid Rock's band has COVID, so for those who thought yep. that Kid Rock could potentially be a replacement, uh, his band, after he tried to troll uh, us libtards after performing in front of Sturgis, in front of thousands of folks, uh, they all ended up getting COVID except Kid Rock, and they are vaccinated, but they had to cancel two dates at Billy Bob's in Dallas last week. Um, what is this? Um, oh, Jonathan Davis. Corn is back on tour, but Jonathan Davis is uh, he's still having issues from the COVID, so he actually has to perform on a throne. Um, you can try to make it as cool as you want, but there's just about a singer having to sit on a chair uh, during performance because he's battling illness. So it sucks yeah. for him. It's amazing that they're just continuing to tour. I don't know why they didn't go ahead and postpone or cancel an, another week or two of dates to get him back to health, but uh, they continue to be out on the road. Um you know, as we found out, Limp Biscuit is out. Uh, the Trans Siberian Tour, everybody, uh, look at your dates in December, November. Uh, they're playing somewhere around around you. I've never gone to experience the Trans Siberian Orchestra. I don't know if I ever will. It won't be yeah. this year. Uh, but there's certainly they're playing Council Bluffs, they're playing Kansas City, they're playing Oklahoma City. Uh, the same stop stomping grounds that they always do uh, there from November to the end of December. Um, whew, boy, I don't know if I have anything else because I was so focused on Rocklahoma this week. Right. I'm trying to think in my head now what other news is out there. Uh, what do you got for me? You have anything? Well, I mean, I guess kind of a thought or what you think. Um, so your boy Kanye. Okay. Um, did his little listening party mm-hmm. and brought out one second um um brought out Marilyn Manson for mm-hmm. his listening party um mm-hmm. what did you what did you think of that uh i thought is wax still a word that people use in 2021 i still uh, do Okay, that's the word I would probably go with because he also brought up the D- baby for the same song, uh, yeah. which I believe is uh, "Prison," some weird song title like that. Uh, so Marilyn Manson has songwriting credits for that song, and the baby appears on it. I don't know what Kanye's trying to show that he would put the baby, who's a homophobic, uh, you know, speaker right now out there getting in trouble, plus Marilyn Manson, who's 
uh, being accused of being a sexual predator out there. I, I don't know what kind of message he's trying to. Uh, pretty strange and not really my cup of tea. Um, plus, you got Chris right. Brown. I mean, he, he just went for like the worst of the worst people out there right now <laughs> uh, for this album. Um, I don't know. He, I mean, he's he's a strange dude looking for a lot of attention, and he's getting it because it's working. Uh, because right, uh, yeah, as we talked about last night on our off the rail show, um, he he had like the second most streams of all time in a 24 hour tour uh, period uh, only behind uh, Drake's Scorpion album. Um, so the man knows how to put it at the forefront uh, of what music news is all about. And I haven't listened to it yet. I don't know if I'm going to listen to it unless we decide to do a review of Kanye West. No, absolutely um, not. It's, it's, you know, he's, he's putting himself out there and consequence of said uh, that it's probably his best album output in a decade. Uh, people are responding positively to it, but I, I think the Marilyn Manson to baby part is pretty dumb and not well thought uh, out. Gotcha. Um, I, I will tell you, I listened to the first six songs Okay. on, on Sunday. Uh, my daughter's boyfriend is a huge <laughs> Kanye West fan. And uh, so obviously me and him have been going back and forth because we all know how I feel about Kanye West. Sure. Um, so I, I, as the concession, I went ahead and started listening to it, um, realized that it was an hour and 49 minutes long, um, <laughs> got through got through six songs, and I wanted to rip my ears off of my head. <laughs> I was not impressed. Um, maybe it picks up. You know, there's 27 songs on this on this thing. Mm. Um, Ridiculous. You know, maybe the, maybe the last two are good. I don't know. Um, but I listened to the first six, and that was enough for me. So, but other than that, I mean, it's just, I don't know if I can yeah, listen to 27 I, songs either. Uh, I know that Drake's new album comes out this Friday as well. So it's possible at our camp at Rocklahoma, we can just listen to Kanye and Drake's new album all, all weekend long. Um, no, mm-hmm. no, you say, I, no I say no, okay. I say no. Um, uh, maybe the other people would agree, but, um, yeah, no, I don't think so. Um, so just some kiss news. You saw that Gene got COVID. I did see. So Paul Stanley got COVID. Yeah, I did. Uh, Paul Stanley got COVID about two or three weeks ago. And now Gene Simmons has the COVID. So, uh, Michael, my brother is getting close to seeing kiss. It's happening at the beginning of October, I believe. Right. Um, so he, he's, I, I, I guess it's good timing now because he, both Paul and Gene will should be recovered and good to go by the time October rolls around. But yeah, Gene Simmons uh, now has COVID to follow Paul Stanley. So two more m- members of the band of Kiss to go for the COVID to make its rounds uh, all the way around. Uh, and speaking of Gene Simmons, uh, which is not a good transition at all, I did want to mention that Ice Cube. Ice Cube has announced a tour date yeah. in Fayetteville, Arkansas. I was I know. stunned by this news. Um, it's at a place called JJ's Live. They used to be an outdoor venue, but it was smaller venues called JBGBs. Uh, but their neighbors didn't like them, so they they've been closed down for the last two years. Uh, they enclosed the concert venue to have more people and to accommodate the neighbors. Uh, now being called Live, um, it, their their first show is actually tomorrow night. Is it? The country singers performing. Casey Donahue band will be the second band. Uh, at JJ's live and then 
landscape. Um, yeah. Pretty stunning. I don't know how big this place is going to be. Erica was playing at the amp, and I was like, well, I mean, there's, there's, he's too big for J Days. He's probably too small for the amp, but like Snoop Dogg or someone at the amp, they could surely draw like 9,000 people. Uh, the tickets are about $70 plus fees. I, I th- it should be a quick sellout. I don't know why it would not be um, a hip hop legend playing at JD's Live. It's incredible. Very excited to see that. So, when, when, when is that show? October 1st or October 2nd, the, the first Friday uh, of the month. See, now I have, I'm looking at his website right now. Mm-hmm. And it shows that he's playing in El Dorado. Is that he where is playing in El Dorado. Is? No, El Dorado is in South Arkansas. Um, okay. So he's he's doing a double dip. He's playing Fayetteville one night, and he's playing El Dorado the second night. Okay. And for some reason, the Fayetteville date's not on there yet, but the El Dorado yeah, date yeah, is. Yeah, it's not on there. Huh. I actually I saw, I went and saw MC Hammer and Vanilla Ice in El Dorado uh, about eight years ago. And uh, El Dorado is a long, long ways away from Northwest Arkansas. Oh yeah, it is. I know where El Dorado is at. Yeah, it was a haul. You know, it was a haul. I actually know somebody that lives in El Dorado. So, there you go. <clears throat> well, that's right around where my mom lived. Gotcha. So, yeah. All right, I was just checking out those tour dates, and unfortunately, there is nothing that's coming close to me. Um, yeah, you know, I, I was going to say, I, I've noticed there's not a whole lot of 2022 tour dates out there. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of people announced them at the beginning of the year, uh, but ever since COVID has kind of just stuck around and stuck around and stuck around and stuck around, like there just has not been a surplus of 2022 tours. Like uh, I think everyone is expecting, I, you know, outside of the, the tours, you know, like Rage Against the Machine or the stadium tour. Um, that immediately just moved to 2022. There just hasn't been anything new. So uh, I don't know if we're we're just get like an influx of tour announcements at one time, if we can get past this peak of the Delta variant and maybe then we'll start hearing some tours. Um, But right now, man, 2022 is pretty dry out there. Yeah, it is. Um, I mean, yeah, it's going to boil down to just how they, if they can get this under control. So, I mean, yeah. It's not looking too good right now. So I know that uh, Carney <laughs> High School and Carney School Public Schools just reinstituted their mask mandate. So there you go. Um, you know, we'll see what happens there. So, yeah. what other news? Anything else in the news? No, I, I I didn't have a long list. I had like six things, and that was it. So uh, Rodrigo, Olivia Rodrigo, I will say that uh, she remains number one. I think it's her sixth non-consecutive week at number one. So she's still doing work. Uh, my spin, my former spin instructor on Instagram, wanted to know what the big deal with Olivia Rodrigo is because she thinks she's she's awful, overplayed on the radio. So I had I tried to send really? her straight, send her some messages telling her why Olivia Rodrigo is actually quite great and what songs she should check out. I don't think I convinced her, but I still believe that. And then our, our boy Morgan Morgan Wallen down at number nine, falling back. What? That's his biggest dip so far this year. What was that? Really? Um, I was pulling up Billboard. Okay. So there's there's news there. Morgan Wallen falling out of the top five. A few debuts that I can't recall. Like I think Pop Smoke may have been in there. Um, I could be wrong on that. I don't know my rappers well enough to know which which ones made the charts. But a few debuts in the top five to knock Morgan down the throne a little bit to number nine. 
Yeah. Get that sucker out of the top 10. Yeah. I think we're, we're getting close, but we're getting close. I, I shouldn't say that. We're probably not getting close, um, but this is the best we've seen so far. This is first time having to hover around the, the 10 spot instead of the one spot. God dang it, ad. I was looking at Stupid the rest ad. of the... Stupid I was looking ad. at the rest of the... Uh, the albums. Ooh, Soulfly. No, that's a rapper. <laughs> that's like, no way. I don't think Soulfly has a new album. No. Especially in the top ten. There's no chance uh, This was number three. Um, oh, never mind. That's the name of the album. The guy is Rod Wave. Rod Wave. Never heard there of him. Yeah. Rod Wave. Trippy. Anyhow, okay. Yeah, trippy, trippy Red is number two. But you know what number ten is? Yeah, there we go. No, I there we go. Idea. So we'll, we'll just go. We'll go. We'll go from number one. Number one, sour. Number two, trip at night. Trippy Red, uh, Rod Wave, Doja Cat, Lord at number five. There you go. Um, Billy Eilish at number six. Kid Leroy at number mm-hmm. seven. Tomorrow <laughs> X together. Never heard of that. Morgan nope. Wall at number nine. Number ten, an album that was released. Uh, let's see. It was released 1996. 1996. Yep. One in a million by by Comes in at number 10. By what? Yeah. One in a million by Aaliyah. 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 Oh, okay. There you go. I do recall yeah. that. Yeah. Comes in at number 10. Of course, that was just released on streaming last week. Yeah. So... I think all of those, like a bunch of Timberland albums were released on streaming as well. So I don't know if it was something, yeah, some sort uh, of agreement. Uh, good for Leah. Uh, gone way too. Yeah, definitely. Well, if we don't have any other news, I suppose it's concert history time. Yeah, let's do it. Will's concerts. Will's concerts. Will's concerts. Uh, it's a short list this week, Mike. Apparently, yeah, short list everywhere. To a, yeah, no. Uh, August twenty fourth through the thirty first. Not a lot to go on here, but uh, August twenty fifth of two thousand eighteen at George's Majestic Lounge, I went and saw American Aquarium. Uh, they were part of the Roots Festival. Uh, the Roots Festival just wrapped up last week here in Fayetteville. I did not attend because, uh, unfortunately, the Lone Bellow were not brought back from the 2020 cancellation. Uh, but American Aquarium, a good alt-country act from North Carolina. Uh, I actually um, don't have anything further to say about that. August 29th, <laughs> 2014, uh, Erica and I went to the Amp to see Foreigner. Um, I actually saw this on my Facebook memories this week. I was remarking about how there's not one person who was in the band Foreigner that we saw that night that was part of any of their biggest hits uh, that they released. So it's just yeah. a base, it's basically a cover band. I mean, they were good. It was a good tribute. concert. Tribute, yeah, band. tribute band. There you go. Jeff Pilson from Dawkins was in the band. Um, uh, but tell you, I mean, it was a cool concert, but it was it's just weird just to go and watch a band. Like we always hear about Kiss talking about the fact that they could see Kiss uh, going on without Gene and Paul. I mean, well, there's already plenty of bands doing stuff like that. Uh-huh. Foreign, foreigners, one of them. Um, on August 28th, oh, the night before, it looks like. Uh, the night before at the Buffalo Run Casino in Miami, Oklahoma, I went and saw Merle Haggard, um, the Okie from Muskogee. May he rest in peace. 
Uh, uh, pretty cool. Here in 2012, uh, the first one was August 26. Um, myself, Michael, and the wife. I'm trying to think of some other people went, but that's all I can recall right now. Went and saw Kiss and Motley Crue at the BOK Center in Oklahoma. Um, and then three days later, I made the jaunt up to the Black Oak Mountain Theater in Lamp, Missouri, which is just a winding, awful, terrible road uh, to see Def Leppard, Poison, Alita Ford. Uh, so that was cool. And obviously still trying to get that next tour happening. So we're about, yeah. it's going to be a decade at that point with Motley Crue, who I saw. You got to think, maybe I don't need to go to that next year because I basically saw them roundabout way the same week in 2012 uh 2010 august 28th a cool concert i went and saw the voices for justice a benefit for the west memphis three uh hosted by eddie vetter and natalie mains and the dixie chicks uh to see eddie vetter and, and natalie mains perform together was a treat natalie mains is one of my favorite female singers uh, obviously the king of pearl jam uh, plus you had johnny depp there um you had uh, ben harper who was doing a side project at that time. And I'm trying to think what the name of Fistful of Mercy, I think was the name of the band. Uh, Patty Smith was there. Uh, really cool uh, little tribute concert with a unique set list. I wish I had to pull it up, but I, I don't have it pulled up right now because I don't have my other computer with me. Um, but they, <clears throat> it was about two hours long. And obviously it helped work out because the West Memphis Three are now free. Yeah, so good stuff. Uh, August 20th. Uh, Kings Ballroom in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I went and saw Tick Nine, uh, the Cottonmouth Kings, nice. and PE, a cool little trio show for show. That was a lot of fun. Definitely. That would be a good show. Mm-hmm. That was back when Head PE were Juggalos, I believe. Um, and but that Wait, so they're no longer Juggalos? No, Head PE was only Juggalos for a very short period of their career. Um, it was also when Jared, from the lead singer of Head Piggy, was also like a conspiracy theorist. I want to uh-huh. say it was about a three or four year span there uh, where Head P.E. were juggalos. I actually saw Head P.E. open up for Insane Clown Posse during that time. I would say they are no longer juggalos. Gotcha. On August 27th, 2006, I went and saw Poison in Cinderella at the Riverfront Amphitheater in Little Rock uh, with my brother. Um, Jason Jolly, Carrie Finley, or Carrie Chancy, or no, Carrie Coffee, Cossie. Carrie <laughs> somebody. It's Carrie somebody. At that time, it was Carrie Finley. Uh, since then, gone back to her maiden name um, and some other folks. So, really good show, good drunken time. Uh, Poison's always a blast in concert. Take away that picture you saw of me on the Rockaloma cover page when I was watching Poison <laughs> and Trey was buckled over in pain and me and Michael were not amused. Um, August 26, 2005. This is what me and you have talked about before. You claim you were not at this show, disturbed in 10 years at Sokol Auditorium. I honestly do not ever recall seeing Disturbed at Sokol. If it wasn't you, I wish I wish I knew who it was. And it's possible, it's possible I went by myself. I just feel like you were there because I was your roommate at that time. I think right when I, in August of two thousand five. Maybe I didn't get to your house until like October. Yeah, honestly. Call. I don't recall ever seeing Disturbed and Sokol. So, I mean, usually I don't question your memory on these things, but 
I just I can't fathom as to who. I mean, there's only a couple of candidates. Um, one, it uh-huh. could, could have been me solo. Two, it could have been Wardlaw at that particular time, but it probably wasn't. Um, there's you. Uh, Doug Murray was always down for a road trip, but I don't think it was Doug Murray. <clears throat> I just can't think of anybody else. It could have been a girlfriend at that particular time, but I don't yeah. think it was a girl. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm never gonna know because nobody's. Gonna I thought you. I thought you. I thought you wrote this shit down. I don't put who I went with because I feel like my memory is always gonna let me know who I went with. But apparently, for this this one show right here, yeah, this one show, not not following through. I, I think that I would remember because I think I would remember if I saw Disturbed and Sokol because I like Disturbed. Yeah, you know, I mean they're they're up there. I mean, I wouldn't know if they're you know they're up there. But I would, I, don't, I honestly don't think I saw him. So cool. I think I've only seen him at Purging mm-hmm. and at Rocklahoma. Yeah. Well, so the, mis- the mystery shall continue. It uh, shall continue. The end to end the list, August 25th, 2002. I believe this says I went and saw the anger management tour in Kansas City, uh, Bonner Springs with my old roommate by the name of Nate. Uh, I can remember that. Uh, Nate lived with me for like two months. I've okay. never seen him since 2002, but I still remember him going to this show with me. We uh, went to the house afterwards. It was Eminem, Ludacris, Papa Roach, and Exhibits. So a pretty cool uh, pretty cool show, sold out crowd, uh, big audience. Girls Gone Wild was there doing some recording. I don't think anything ever came of that, um, but uh, pretty awesome to see that, Bill. Uh, that, yeah, that would be a good one. Uh, Will's Concerts. Wheels concerts, wheels concerts. Nice. Yeah, I don't have anything for this week. Nothing, uh, nothing popped up in my Facebook memories. I don't recall dates, as we all know. Um, mm-hmm. Or even if I was viewing at the show. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll just take my word for it there. Cool. Okay. Well, moving on then. I, I feel like we're just like flying through everything today. Yeah. Um, yeah, we are. We had a couple. Yeah, of, generally, uh, uh, we're, we're, it takes us thirty minutes to get through the news. But again, I just I I didn't have it this week, and I'm probably gotcha. just forgetting some stuff. But um, it's too late now, right? Right. Yeah. So yeah, too late. Too late. I I, I just checked music news and I didn't see anything pop up. So you know, there was nothing that I wanted to talk about. But that goes on now to uh, some album reviews. Yeah, couple couple different ones tonight. Um, I think we'll start with the shorter of the two, which was the new Crowbot. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say new, but um, Crowbot EP for uh, what was it called? Oh yeah, Rat Child came out mm-hmm. on June eight. Came out on June eighteenth. Four songs. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of this? That was good. Little short rock and roll record. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed yeah. it. <laughs> It was four good songs. It made me uh, look forward to them uh, being at Rocklahoma. I get to see right. a good rock and roll band do some work. And then we got hit like three days later with the news that Crowbot were no longer on the bill. So yeah, all exactly. for not. Uh, but uh, I, I liked all four songs. Uh, they, I think they had a guest singer. Did they have a guest singer on all four or like three of the four? Just three of three of the four. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah I mean, three I, of the four. I, I enjoyed the guest spots. But so, yeah, I mean, I, I, 
you know, I, I don't listen heavily to Crowbot. I, I can't say they're like I'm, I'm big on the Crowbot, but every time I right. hear music from Crowbot, I'm, I'm impressed with what I hear. So it's possible I just need to get them more in, into the rotation. Gotcha. No, this was honestly my first exposure to Crowbot. Hmm. Um, I've never really listened to any of their stuff, and I, I don't know why because, I mean, it's kind of right up my alley. Um, nice, great guitar riffs. Um, just straightforward rock and roll. Um, like you were saying, had three guests on the album. Um, you had Frank Bello from Anthrax on the first song called Mountain. Um, probably my least favorite of the group of songs. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't, I mean, I don't know if it was just, you know, how I was listening or what, but I felt like the vocals were kind of buried on the out on the song. Um, Kiss It Goodbye featuring Howard Jones. Great song. I enjoyed it. Um, Everyone Dies featuring uh, Sticks Zadina from uh, Steel Panther. Hmm. And uh, the last song was called Ratchild. Now, <clears throat> Everyone Dies seemed like a pretty funny song. Um, I was trying to pay attention to the lyrics, but it was oh, I was distracted. Um, <laughs> it said, uh, the, one of the lines was, no, every, no one cries when everyone dies. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I can't think of any more truer words spoken, um, but I, I dug it. It was good. Um, I'm going to have to spend a little time going into their back catalog and checking it all out. So, yeah, what a bummer based off of those those uh, special guests. I mean, Frank Bellow of Anthrax, Anthrax is at yeah. Rockaloma. Howard right. Jones was uh, with Light the Torch. Light the Torch yeah. was on Rockaloma, no longer on Rockaloma. And now we got Still Panther put on the bill. Um, man, we could have had some cool guest spots there, but all for all for nothing. Yeah, no, kind of a kind of a bummer, which is kind of the theme of Rock Mahoma twenty twenty one. Um we should just, call it bu- bummer. Bummer yeah. homla. Bummer homla. Bummer homla. Uh I'm just glad it's happening. Uh, right. No, I uh, agree. we I, didn't we didn't talk about the biggest news of the week, I guess. You did kind of mention it, uh, but Bonnaroo uh was set yeah. to happen this weekend, so we'll go back to that real quick away from our yeah, album definitely. review. Um 80,000 people. It was sold out. Foo Fighters yeah. on Friday night. Um, Incubus on Saturday. Um, Lana Del Rey, Tyler the Creator. Uh, actually, Lana, Lana Del Rey was not on there, but Tyler the Creator was headlining Sunday night. I mean, just a, a really eclectic, great uh, lineup like Bonnaroo always delivers. It's, it's, I think I've been six times. It's, it's one of the best festivals in America, if not the best. Um, and they unfortunately got hit by uh, the remnants of Ida on what last night, two nights ago, um, and uh, just got a deluge, yeah, a deluge of rain um, that just made the campgrounds and, and everything around it um, basically impenetrable, uh, un- unable to put 80,000 cars or however many cars would be on there uh, for the weekend. Uh, it would have just been a disaster and a nightmare. Um, so they deemed it unsafe to have a music festival and they ended up canceling it. So yeah. uh, bummer for all the Bonnaroo people. I, I can't imagine uh, having your festival ripped from out of you uh, two days or the day before you're about to hit the road. You've already taken off work. You've already made the travel plans. Uh, there's no telling how much money you've already put into it. And then it just uh-huh. goes to shit for people flying in. Um People are doing hotels. I mean, everything else is just a complete bummer to hear such news. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, it was pretty decent lineup, you know. I mean, Foo Fighters, like you said, Megan Thee Stallion, Run the Jewels, that would have been huge. Marcus King, Marcus King band was playing there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I love me some Marcus King. Um, yeah, so I mean, it, it 
it, that does suck. I mean, I, I that would ruin a year for me um, if something like that happened. You know, if I was going to a festival where I was super, super pumped about the lineup. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, obviously we've been through everything with COVID. Um, yeah. And then to get to get hit by the weather, just the double whammy. And, and you know, we're at a point right now where, you know, 80,000 people going to a festival. Uh, probably half of these people haven't been to a festival or a music concert uh, since COVID began. So this was like the yeah. opportunity to get out there. Now, uh, you know, the reason why these festivals moved to the fall is we were hopeful that we'd be on the other side of COVID at this point. We're not. So it's not quite right. the joyous celebration that we were all hoping it would be because it's still at the forefront of everybody's minds. So when it comes to these, it makes the news because of that. But, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, it would have been a great time for everybody if they could have made it. And it, from all indications, it's going to be a beautiful weekend in in Manchester, Tennessee. But unfortunately, they just couldn't get past the Ida situation. Right. Yeah. Bummer. 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 Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Well, that brings us to our uh, our next album review, um, which is the new one by Halsey. Um, if I can't have love, I want power. Mm. Tell me about it. Oh man, I, I love this album. Um, <laughs> I, I was I was wondering what we were gonna get with the pop stardom that is Halsey, uh, wow. with the the obvious sound of Trent Reznor and, and Atticus. And uh, ten seconds into the album, you're like, oh okay, this is Nine Inch Nails <laughs> with a female singer, um, uh, and, it, and it really didn't change. Um, you could you could you could see and hear and feel the influence of Trent Reznor basically on every single track. Um, and I don't know had uh, for her album before she decided to bring somebody of the caliber of Trent and Atticus into the fold. So maybe, I mean, maybe, maybe she knew that her lyrics were already kind of dark and, and going in a certain direction. And mm-hmm. she was like, here's the perfect people that I want for this. And maybe that's why, um, but it, it, to me, it just made a perfect marriage uh, with the, the styles of Trent in the lyrics and this, and she has such a unique voice. I mean, she's not, she's not a great singer. She just has a really unique uh, voice where as soon as you hear it, you know, you're listening to Halsey. Um, Uh And I just, there were multiple songs that I really dug, but I'm going to go with uh, easier than lying Uh, tradition. And you asked for this is my three favorites right now. Um, But there were multiple really, really solid, solid tracks and Trent Reznor's fingerprints all over the album. So uh, I'm pretty biased when it comes to Trent Reznor talks. So uh, yeah, I figured I was going to enjoy the album, but I, I, I did not figure it would sound like a nine inch nails album with Halsey singing on top of it. Right. So, we, uh, me and Courtney listened to it Sunday. Um, and we, we did the nice little thing where, you know, she took notes while I was listening to this and, you know, my reactions to the whole entire thing. So I'm going to do the thing okay. again where I read right. her notes of my review. This. All right. Okay. So, uh, first song, the tradition reviewer loved the song and said it really gave a nine inch nails feel. second song bells and santa fe um the jesus line really gave the reviewer a good laugh loves a good religion reference um <laughs> i think it was one uh some about three days and and waking up it was it was awesome uh third song easier than lying lots of head movement from the reviewer so basically i was banging my head 
mm-hmm. so far reviewer is very very happy with this album for song mm-hmm. lilith very much digging this album head movement <laughs> and intense and an intense reading of the lyrics um <laughs> fifth song girl is a gun eh, eh, meaning that he's not that pleased i wasn't that that one kind of just eh. sixth song you asked for this um this is in quotes the album has kind of lost its darkness still good but i much would have much preferred this to remain a little bit darker Mm. um reviewer likes the production and thinks that her and trent are a perfect match um seventh song darling i she says reviewer seems confused (laughs) seems out of place but still a good song eighth song 11 11 21 um in quotes this is more like it in quotes again back to your regularly scheduled programming (laughs) um now reviewer is going to listen to nine inch nails all day um (laughs) ninth song honey um says my leg was bouncing um in quotes i'm not going to lie i fucking love this shit could be better could be better than olivia rodrigo's album (laughs) um 10th song whispers uh reviewer actually loves the whispering part um (laughs) song 11 i am not a woman i am a god reviewer likes it says the nine inch nails influence is very much there wishes the chorus was a little more bombastic um song 12 the lighthouse reviewer likes the distortion and the bass and the guitar the groove is nice note note taker input this was her little piece she said, this is easily the best song on the whole album. Wow. Um, nice. Okay. I guess I, I dug the breakdown in the middle of the song. The end and ending was not necessary in the song. I felt like it was an, a minute too long. Um, song 13. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that. Yeah. Aberne. Um, I, I said it was a very simple song, but it's good. Wide range of different type of music reviewer thinks. Um, the final review. Dug it, but it was too damn short. Reviewer once more. Can we just have Trent Reznor produce every female pop star? <laughs> yeah. And we, we should so, note yeah. also that uh, that Tay Tay T Swizzle also loved the album. But uh, I, I enjoyed these did reviews. She really? Yeah, she did. She said it was uh, I can't remember her. Uh, but she said it was daring uh, and challenging, and she thought it came ac- came across. Uh, Awesome. Some some type of wording around those. Definitely paraphrasing on that. But uh, T Swizzle gave a review as well. Nice, good review though. I like your review. We obviously agree with what we heard. Um, yeah, the entire thing. So good stuff for sure. Just furthermore, the tradition, the opening track on the album, um, mm-hmm. again sets the tone of the album. I think it, I think it's fucking amazing. Uh, I love the simple piano through the uh, verses and then you get to that chorus and that chorus just makes you want to pump your fist. So you, you, you again, uh, I lost you for a little bit after you said it sets the tone. Oh, what did you say after that? I said, I think, I think the simple piano throughout the verse and mm-hmm. then going into the chorus, the chorus makes you like pump your fist, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm also a huge fan of the line um, better to ask for forgiveness than permission. Yep. I mean, I'm not a huge pop fan, and I don't know if I would even consider this a pop album, but she's a pop singer. Um, so mm-hmm. this is a fucking great album. It I, is. I, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's something that I could definitely listen to 
time and time again. So, fucking awesome. So Definitely you, a you, ton of you said you like this more than Olivia. So we're, I did. did you put a ranking with this. Um, you know, let me go to my rankings real quick. Um, for two seconds. All right. So I have Olivia Rodrigo at number seven and pretty reckless at number six. Um, I'm going to actually update my records, my rankings. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with. Man, this is tough. I'm gonna put this Halsey album at number four. Nice. Um, I'm gonna move Chevelle down to number five. Wow. I'm gonna ahead put of Chevelle ahead of Chevelle, and obviously that's huge because mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna move Olivia Rodriguez, Rodrigo, Rodriguez, Rodrigo. <laughs> Let's say it all. Um, to six. Ahead mm-hmm. of Pretty Reckless and Mammoth. Okay. So, you know, two pop albums that are in the top 10 is a pretty huge thing for Mike for Mike Schilke in 2021. <laughs> Indeed. So I'm looking at uh, my uh, top five is actually getting starting to be dominated by the female artist. Yeah. Um, so my number five, I'm trying to look at my list here. Who the hell is what? My number five is a day to remember. And I actually haven't heard that album in a while now. So I need to get back to that. Uh, number four is Evanescence. Number three is, is going to be Halsey. Uh, number two is going to be Olivia Rodrigo. And I'm putting a Royal Blood Remains at number one. But yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Halsey deserves to be. Make a lot of I, I I think she's gonna make a lot of year in list and Trent's just a master at what he does now. Right. I mean <laughs> I, it probably probably means much less nine inch nails, which we're already seeing that anyway, but yeah, uh, apparently he's going to be a now he's he's mastered the movie soundtracks, now he's moving on yep. our movie scores, now he's moving on to the pop world. No, I agree. I just you know, I actually I just watched the social network for the first time in quite a while. Um, mm-hmm. like two weekends ago. Um, and you forget how perfect that soundtrack is for that movie. Um, great. So, I mean, yeah, he knows his shit. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. There's yeah, really nothing else you can say about that. No, he's good at what he does. He's, yeah, he's found a, he, you know, he's found a second career now. The new Trent Reznor. The new Trent Reznor. All right. But who's missing out on Nine Inch Nails this particular year at the festivals he, he canceled on. Um, we can only hope that we get some Nine Inch Nails in 2022. That would be nice because I would definitely like to see them again. So, um, you know, here's the open 2022. You even know what's going on here. What's happening? What's happening? Take three. All of a sudden, you were there, and then you weren't there. It wasn't even like, you know, you were cutting out where I know that something's going on and we're going to lose connection. It was just like, boom, you were gone. Yeah, well, you, you were cutting out on me, so I was concerned. Oh, I was? Yeah, okay. and, I, and then I looked at my phone, and it said connecting under your name. Um, and this uh, gave me a good uh, opportunity to be a reminder that, uh, speaking of concerts, 
uh, Mike, and you had mentioned Wolfgang in your top 10 there. Yeah. Wolfgang will be in Lincoln uh, October 16th, 16th I believe, yep. a Saturday night, uh, the night before he performs at Cat Fest in Oklahoma City. Yep. Uh, pretty cool show. Get by the bourbon there to get Wolfgang uh, in Lincoln, Nebraska. Should be an awesome show. Hopefully, uh, you will be able to attend that one. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's a week before my birthday. There you go. So, uh, I think a birthday, uh, celebration would be like, you know, perfect. Yeah. That's a good idea. Birthday celebration. We'll have to look into that. Hint, hint. No, I get it. I get it. Uh, I get it. Well, let's see. Let's see. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. So that's going to be a good one. Um, I'm trying to think if there was any other shows that have been announced. They're having at the Bourbon. So, I kind of think is that I don't, I, don't, I don't think Wolfgang's going to sell that out. So I think there'll be time. No, I just got to make sure I can get a schedule to to agree with going to oh, Lincoln, Nebraska. Because right, yeah. you've got a shitty schedule now. Yeah, I actually were. So it's a it's kind of a pain. That's well, start ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous is what it is. I agree. I'm very disappointed by the situation. But that's neither here nor here. We're not here right. talking about work. Uh, no. Moving on, we, we enjoyed the Halsey album. Would be yeah. going to our list of the week. Yeah, which kind of obviously ties in with the Halsey album. Um, our top five favorite yeah. female pop albums of all time. This was a very, very difficult list for me because um, anybody that knows me knows that I don't spend a whole lot of time listening to pop music. Um, I definitely, um, yeah, I struggled. Okay. How'd you do? Well, I, I did opposite of you uh, because I do love some pop albums. Yeah, you do. Females. But yep. one of the things I've always done is that it doesn't stay with me for a long time like right. i can i can really get into a pop album and love it but it's not like a pearl jam 10 who just so for instance yeah i'm not i'm not going to be listening to it for 30 years i'm probably going to nope. be listening to it for six months and i'm just going to be infatuated with it it's it's it they're a quickie basically in me it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a quickie relationship that comes into my brain i love it for a while and then I move on with life. Um, so, and so there's, there's been a lot. Of it's kind of like a it's kind of like a prostitute because you feel kind of dirty afterwards. Well, I don't think I feel dirty afterwards from these albums that you sullied, that you sullied yourself listening to female pop albums. No, we just we just move on with the we just move on with our lives. No. You know, we okay, had a good. Right. It's, it's like a I, I would instead of a prostitute, I would say a summer fling is how I would say. Okay, summer loving yeah. had me a blast. Nice. Cool. Well. Speaking of great pop albums, there's one right there. Right. The one and only time that you'll probably hear Grease referenced on this podcast. Probably. That's probably correct. Yeah. So take it for what it's worth, folks. Enjoy it while you, while you had it. It's done. Mm. Um, let's let's move on to this bitch then. Um, number five for me, you're gonna. I think you're gonna be kind of disappointed by my list. 
So feel free to uh, call me a cop out or whatever you want to do. But number five for me um, is the Olivia Rodrigo album. Okay. I just, I absolutely love that album. And mm-hmm. um, it, it's just, it is great from start to finish. So yeah, that's my number five. I have no issue. If you want to hear more about it, if you want to hear more about it, just go back to previous episode where we reviewed the album. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. My number five. Made my honor. Um, my number five is actually Teenage Dream by Katy Perry. Um, just banger yeah. after banger <laughs> after banger on this album. Uh, okay. Hey, 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 do me a favor. Yeah. Um, don't refer to these songs as bangers. But they are. No, these... they're not bangers. You turn something to this right here, California Girls is not a banger. Come on. Such a great song. That's, ex- that's exactly what I'm trying to say. What about Firework? Come on, banger. <laughs> I mean, I think there was like six number one songs from this album. That, that many? I think so. E.T.? She ended up doing this as one of the uh, Three Six Mafia guys, but on the album, it's not with him. Oh, yeah. Project yeah, Pat? That song. Yeah. Ooh, she's got a song called Pearl on here. I like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just really great. I'm, I'm disappointed. I'm surprised that she faded away as quickly as she did. I thought with her first two to three albums, she was going to be a pop queen supreme for a good 10 to 15 years. I just didn't see her fading away at all. Right. She faded the <laughs> do you think it's the Do you think it's the overexposure on love being on American Idol? I, I think she was already fading when she got to American Idol. I, I mean, I, I think her album, I don't think it's the next one after Teenage Dream, but I, I think two albums after that, it was it was just a bomb. And yeah. uh, I'm not sure how long she's been on American Idol, but I, I, I feel like that was really the thing to get her kind of picked back up in, into the stratosphere. But she can't really tour arenas anymore. She doesn't have that star power, in right. my opinion. Um so yeah, no, it's just it's just been kind of weird. Her last album, I think she, I'm trying I'm trying to look at her album. To, yeah, Smile from 2020. I mean, who the fuck has listened to that album? But I shouldn't be cussing for our pop <laughs> top five uh, <laughs> pop female artists. But uh, Smile from 2020, um, the the album before that was Prism. Nobody listened to that stuff. It, it, she just kind of bombed. I don't know what the, I don't know what happened. Uh, yeah, disappointing to say the least. Oh, and witness, witness is what I'm trying to talk about. Witness from 2017, that was a bomb. Prism had some good, good bangers on it. Good bangers. Birthday, <laughs> that's a good one. Unconditionally, oh, birthday is such a good one. Oh, Dark Horse was with Juicy J. I was, uh, I was off on that. Yeah, that's a good song. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that, that's a that wasn't album. Teenage Dream was my number five. <laughs> and I'm like, well, maybe I like Prism more, but it's okay. Teenage. Okay. Yeah. Number five. All right. Well, number four is another cop out for me. Um, and it's obviously it's the album we just reviewed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't listen to a ton of <laughs> female pop, you know? Um, you know, so, I mean, obviously going back and like Madonna and stuff like that, I never listened to that shit. You know? 
I didn't listen to Britney Spears. I didn't listen to Katy Perry. I didn't listen to stuff like that. So for me to call it my favorite, Mm -hmm. it's got to be it's got to be something that I listen to. Yeah, and I mean I listened to that Halsey album like three times (laughs) since it came out. I mean that's that's a pretty good record for me to listen to an album three times in less than a week. So you know that, that rates up there. It's number four. Go ahead, shoot me out. Come on, treat me like treat me like I allegedly treat you. Allegedly, oh, you have to just roll back the tape. <laughs> uh, so, number four for me, I, I am going to the the queen of pop. Uh, I think she's the queen of pop, maybe. Uh, like a prayer, Madonna, nineteen eighty nine. I mean, just listen to this this songs on this album. Like a prayer, express yourself, uh, cherish. Um, oh father an act of contrition um just single after single on this album Uh um and she was you know she has plenty of great albums from the 80s but great great video i think it got banned from mtv yeah um really great song express yourself just she was just great at what she did in the 80s she's kind of annoying these days yeah Uh, she she annoys me every time she talks, but uh, these albums in the nineteen eighties, she was great. Now I have I have like her first three albums or something like that on vinyl. There you go. They're they're Kathy's, but I mean you know I have it, so <laughs> I un- I understand the importance of Madonna, um, and obviously I can tell you what songs on what album. Mm-hmm. So that's why I can't call any of her albums my favorite pop albums. I understand. So, but good choice. Yeah, definitely a good choice. Definitely a good choice. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? (laughs) Should we really just, you know, I think what we should do on Friday or Saturday when we get down to uh, prior. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just spend the afternoon just blasting female pop music. I have just, no issue with that. I, I just can make a, a just just to fuck with everybody's heads. Yeah. <laughs> I I used to have a playlist of my favorite female pop singles out there. It was like a five hundred song playlist, but I don't. Have oh one. boy. That's a that's a lot of that's a lot of songs. Oh, it was a lot. It was a lot. We didn't we oh. didn't fuck around. Gotcha. All right, number three is Adele twenty one. There you go. I spent a lot of time listening to this album. I mean, there is, I mean, again, rolling in the deep. Rumor has it, turning tables. Mm-hmm. Don't you remember? Set fire to the rain. Yeah. Um, one and only love song. I mean, you've got, you know, someone like you. I mean, it, that's a great flipping album. Um, and we listen to it all the time, you know, with, with Kathy and the kids and stuff like that, you know, having young girls at this time when it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, they loved them some Adele, so I was stuck listening to it, and then I would find myself going back and listening to it. Yeah, she's got a killer voice. Uh, oh yeah, just an amazing voice. Uh, this song is badass, absolutely. I love "Set Fire to the Rain." Yep, it's a great tune. So it's "Turning Tables." "Turning Tables" also a great song. You ain't lying. Yeah, you ain't lying. No, nope. oh, man. So good, it yeah. Is. We're we're definitely going to be blasting some pop females 
on on Friday at the the, the camp. Yeah, it's gonna be great because you're gonna watch you're gonna watch my son who's going with is going to cower and mm. be like shaking his head at us and everything. So it's it's gonna be amazing. Um, just as well, as well, as also just the people walking by um, while we're jamming out. So. Guys. Hell yeah. So good. All right. Well, you went with 21, Mike. I actually went my number three, 25 by Adele. Really? Yeah. Starting to question that decision now that I'm listening to these songs from 21. (laughs) But uh, to me, hello, that stupid song. Good Lord. I mean, has there been a song in the last, I I don't know, 10 or 15 years that just like she sold like five million copies of her album based off of this one song. Oh yeah, just ridiculous, ridiculous. Such a great album. I saw him on this tour, so that's probably why I have a little bit of, you know, uh, why you're a little more partial to it. But obviously, yeah. twenty twenty one. Now that I'm going through that, man, that was so great. This hello song is just yeah. perfect. This like you said, twenty one. Twenty one is full of bangers. Yeah, full of bangers. Uh, Water Full Under the Bridge, anger. though, on 25, also a great tune. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait for Adele's new album. It'll be, what, 29, 29 at this point? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't know how long it's been since she recorded, so. This is a great song. I love this song. When We Were Young. Yeah. Yeah, so good. So, I, I love me some Adele. Um, she's so we both got very, a, we both got Adele at number three. I like that. Yeah, she's also uh, she's a delight yeah. to listen uh-huh. to to talk. Um, I enjoyed her concert immensely. Uh, she's a great storyteller. Um, she knows how to, you know. There's not much to her show, obviously, because uh-huh. it's just her singing and a backup band. Uh, but you know, and it's in front of an arena. But man, it she 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 just knows how to captivate. The entire arena with her voice, and yeah, that's what I kind of gathered from just like the clips, the clips yeah. that I've seen of her her live performances. I've been, you know, I would love to see her in concert, you know, and to sit through that. So there you go, number right two. on, number three, number two for me, um, nineteen eighty nine by <laughs> T Swizzle. Uh-huh. I mean, well, let great me, album. Let me go ahead. Let me go ahead and stop you. Uh-huh. Uh, number two on my list, 1989 by T Swizzle. Holy shit! Yeah, look at this. And I, I already know, weird. I already know you're number one. Um, but yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised that we both were, uh, we both had 1989 number two. But go ahead, go ahead with your description. I, I, I'll let you describe it. Go ahead. You're, you're so much better at the at description of your favorites. I don't know if I am better, but I mean, you have to start with Shake It Off, which is just uh-huh. a near perfect pop song. It, it, I, don't, I don't think I need to say near perfect. It's the the perfect pop song, everything about it. Um, the video is great. The song was everywhere when it first came out. Um, it's one of those songs that no matter who... No matter where it comes on, people are going to start bobbing their head, and people can try to resist it for so long. Um, oh yeah, you you can't. It's 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 an irresistible force. 
That is Taylor Swift. That is correct. Uh, but she doesn't stop there. I mean, Blank Space. No. Yeah, Blank Space. My favorite. That is my favorite Taylor Swift song. There you go. Yeah, that's a great tune. I oh, God, I love that song. And and I'll tell you, before Ryan Adams got Me Too'd uh, due to his relationship with Mandy Moore, I don't know if you ever heard it, but Ryan Adams did an entire album covering this album. That is, I've awesome. heard of it. I haven't heard yeah, it. It's actually really good. And it, it takes some of these songs into another depth. Even like the song more, um, Bad Blood, super song. Uh, yeah. Popular tour, I believe it was 19, I'm pretty sure it was 1989, with Ed Sheeran opening up. Um, just really great tunes. Um, it's a, it's When you listen to some, it's it's really difficult to understand that she was a country singer <laughs> at one point. Right. Uh, because that, and she found her, she somehow was able to switch genres and become what she was as a country artist. So, now, you know, I don't think you don't see a lot of, of country. I mean, let's be honest. Country today is more pop music, or at least there was a span there where country was seemed to be more pop music than country uh-huh. music. So, I mean, if anybody was going to pull this off, it would be her. It would be a teenage girl. Yeah. Because her legions of her, uh, no matter what. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Welcome to New York. Great song. Can't beat it. Good stuff. Love the album. That's why it's number two. Got any songs I haven't announced? No. No, everything. Style, I like style. Um, I like the whole album. That's good. Okay. All right. All right. I'm curious. I'm curious. What what do you think my number one is? I think it's Amy Winehouse, Back in Black. No. What? Nope. Do you not consider that? I do. You I do. do. And it's but an honorable why mention. Why would she not be in your top five? It's my honorable mention. Do you? Is it Whitney Houston's Whitney? No. Is it Alanis Morissette, Jagged Little Pill? That, see, we had a discussion about that earlier. Um, I don't think that's a pop album. Okay. Uh, is it TLC Crazy Sexy Cool? No. You have to go back further. Charlie Simon. No, that's a little too far. Okay. Um, shit. Uh, Patty Smith. Nope. Uh, you give up? A... How far back do I need to go here? I think you need to go into the 80s. Into the 80s. And it's not. No. Nope. 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 Oh, wait. You told me this. You, you, you hinted at this last week. It's Janet. Fuck yeah. 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 Rhythm, Rhythm Nation, 1814. Okay. R- nope. Rhythm Nation, 1814. Okay. I, there was an album called Control. but Yeah, I just um, combined the two there. Uh, what yeah, I did, did in there. Yeah. You did. So, I mean, check this out. You had Rhythm Nation. Mm-hmm. You had Miss You Much. Yeah, it's a great one. Without you, that's a good one. Escapade. Ooh, I love that song. Yeah, that's a good one. You had Black Cat. Ah, oh, Black Cat. That's her metal song. Yeah. That's you know, and I, I debated. I mean, I love me some Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson is unflipping believable i mean she is so incredibly sexy she's beautiful um 
she's a great performer. Um, I like her better than than her brother. Mm. Um, you know, she, she was just. I mean, that was my. She was my crush. I was in love with Janet Jackson. I'm still in love with Janet Jackson. Um, yeah, that's a and, good choice for nobody. Number one. I think so. Oh yeah. But I mean, there's like three albums of hers. I mean, there was this one, Control's obviously great, and then there's the Janet album, which is, which is great as well. I felt this was the better of the three. I knew last week that Janet, there was going to be a Janet Jackson at number one. Mm-hmm. Um, I just couldn't figure out which one it was going to be. And after much contemplation, this is what I came up with. I mean, because it's just it's a fucking great album. That's a good number one. Miss you much? Come on. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I'm disappointed I never got to see Janet in concert. I had tickets to go right. here in Kansas City, and she like canceled the entire tour. And then when she, well, she postponed the entire tour. And when she redid the tour, I couldn't go. And then she came to the Amp, I think, three years ago. Um, really? It was the same weekend as our lake. And so I got drunk camping. Um, yeah. And so I'll probably never get to see her, which is disappointing. She's great. Yeah, sure. Good, good, good choice. Good choice. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Who's your number one? Uh, do you have any guesses? Oh, man, that's a tough one. Um, I'm gonna... Rihanna. Uh, Rihanna is a good guess, but she did not make the top. Beyonce. No, not Beyonce. I don't know. Okay. You already have a Taylor uh, Swift album in there. You yeah, already have we're gonna like go, Katy Perry. Yeah, we're going to go more recent. Oh, okay. Oh, Billie Eilish. Yeah. I didn't think I, about that. I fucking love this album. Just the whole thing is just... Whew. Which is why I was so disappointed in her most recent album, uh, because of how much I love this album. Bad Guy, right. uh, much like Shake It Off, is a perfect pop song. I think some could maybe call her alternative. She, I, I just don't see anything alternative about her music. I think she may be alternative, um, like yeah. her, her style and, and the way she rolls, the way she handles herself is kind of the alternative style there. Music to me has never been all alternative. That is a great pop song. Um, but um, oh, it is. Yeah, there's every single song on here could have been to me a, a top ten hit if she would just sat around and just kept releasing song after song after song. Which you know, I think she maybe she did. Um, the issue I have with her new f- album is that she does too many of the slow songs. And there, are, there's a few. It doesn't like kill the vibe of the album because there's so many really great tunes on here, like "Bury Your Friend," um, "When the Party's Over," "My Strange Addiction," and um, yeah, just front to back. Uh, I didn't know who Billie Eilish was until I saw that she was going on Kansas City, but before that, she was doing the Coachella live stream. Uh, so the Coachella live stream is really the first time I ever got to see and hear Billie Eilish, and she just crushed it, and I was just obsessed with Billie Eilish until I finally got to see her in concert at the BOK Center in Tulsa. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I I respect your choice. I just I just never have gotten really into her music. So, I mean, it's it's hard for me to to judge it and say, oh yeah, that's a great album. Maybe I should give it a chance, but you should I, one. You should someday. The uh, someday. the the ballad on this album, "I Love You," is a ballad. Um, simple guitars by Phineas there in her doing her whisper singing, really beautiful tune. Um, for some reason in the concert, and I'm sure somebody knows the story as to why they did this, but Phineas and her, oh, I think it's this how, is how they wrote this song. Uh, Phineas was strumming on the guitar and the bed rose up above the audience while they sang this song. And obviously all the 14-year-old girls and 40-year-old dudes were crying because of the concert. 40-year-old <laughs> dude. Oh, that's you. Yeah, that's me. That's me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Well, that's good. So who were some of your honorable mentions? Uh, basically the one at you a second ago. Yeah. Uh, so TLC. Um, I now I got to put Adele Twenty One in there. Plus I need to put Katy Perry. In there. Uh, definitely wow. some Rihanna. Anti was up on there. Um, Beyonce's Lemonade. Um, Olivia. Honorable mention. Trying to put some Bodyguard soundtrack uh, because of how great the Whitney's on there. Only uh-huh. back at the album and she only has like seven tunes on there herself although those seven tunes are fucking stupendous um but i ended up taking that out of my alternative but i'm now going to mention it because of how great those tunes are but it's definitely i I would not call it a female pop album because there's also other artists mixed in there right okay who else did you have i mean obviously i had you know amy winehouse of course um taylor swift's red yeah that was a tough one for me as well but you know, all in all, it was just, again, I don't listen to, as I've stressed time and time again, um, a lot of pop music. So, Oh, and you know what? Stupid me. There, there's always going to be stuff I forget. Uh, yeah. Um, the Truth About Love is a great album. Um, and is that the Rama. one that's got, what, what's the one that's got So What? And the what's the one song that she's got with that guy from... Uh, I don't know what's that band. <laughs> uh, the uh, the vines, the strokes, the uh, no, the hives. no, no, no. Oh, fun! Yes, yes, that is beautiful trauma. Um, let's see if we can find that. She also has a song with Eminem on there. Hold on, yeah. Let's see, let's see if we can find it. Hold on, I could be off here. Hold on. Let's. I'm just gonna take a moment. Do Jeopardy tune if we need to. Pink should definitely be. Yeah, here's So What. Uh, Raise a Glass, also a good song. Yep. Uh, Just Give Me a Reason. Yep, I love that song. With with Nate Roots. Yeah, Nate sounds great. I miss some Nate, man. I wonder what the hell he's doing. Yeah, that's 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 a great song. That one always gets me in my feels, too. He's got a great voice. Duets. Yeah. Have we ever done a duet top five? We have, haven't we? I don't think so. Yeah, I'd have to go back and look. She's great. Pink's great. 
I feel like I, I, I don't know where I'd put her in my top five. She, she, we'll, we'll just put her in the honor, honorable mention. She's there. We go. She's yeah. done a great job. Think the truth about love. Um, let's see. I'm trying to look at her tunes here. Just give me a reason. It's been listened to 786 million times on Spotify. That doesn't surprise me. That's a great song. Right there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's great. All right, we'll move on. Phenomenal. Yes. yes. We can sit here and listen to that all night. Yeah. Um, that's it, folks. That wraps up our top five favorite pop albums. Um, feel free to give us uh, your choices. Um, tell us where we're wrong. Um, tell us there's no reason for 40 men in their forties <laughs> to be discussing female pop albums. Um, whatever you want to do, it's fine. Um, we welcome all comments, questions, and concerns. Um, we will di- direct them to our head of HR. Um, and yeah, we'll go from there. Man, Pink's been doing it for a while. Our first album came out in 2000. Right. Can't take me home. 20, 20 years, 21 years. She's going to 2021. Yeah, she needs to go. Misunderstood. Miss yep. Understood came out in 2001. Nice. I had tickets to see her. She opened up for Justin Timberlake in Omaha. Eric had got to go. I did not get to go. Um, so I, I finally got to see her with the hives opening up like in 2016-ish, somewhere around there. Yeah. Uh, great live act. And she's she has just a phenomenal voice. And... She's just an absolutely beautiful woman. Why didn't Why didn't you go to that Justin Timberlake concert? Uh, I don't recall. Uh, I was it was it was the year I had moved down to Russellville from Lincoln. Oh, okay. Um, so it was like in the I think it was in the first half of 2006. And I, I I think I my eyes my wallet was bigger than your eyes were bigger than your wallet. Yeah, I think that's the proper saying there. Uh, so I think Eric ended up going with Roof. I think if I remember correctly. I think you're correct because I think I remember talking to them about that. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Need to add for kind of closing this week's show? So it's it's Rockalama weekend. I'm excited. Um, right. I'm gonna try to I've got about. Going to try to be rainbows and not be negative. Yep. What's happening with the the, the headliner experience? Uh, we're just going to go and have a great time. The stage schedule looks pretty cool for the main stage. Uh, Friday, we're getting Candlebox, Chevelle, and Seven Dust, and Rob Zombie back to back to back to back, which is pretty awesome. Uh, Saturday, we got a pretty heavy experience. I think Bad Flower is also on Saturday. Is that right? Yep. Yep. And then Sunday, we get Hellstorm, and I I can't remember now uh, who else is on the bill. Phil. Phil. Yeah. We get Phil and Selmo in Hellstorm. Uh, So the Phil and Selmo, I guess, is what I'm looking forward to the most now. Get to see Phil play some Pantera tunes, and I haven't done that in 20 years now. Yeah, I've never done it. So. Yeah, that's going to be amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm actually, uh, um, I was looking at the lineup on Sunday, and you know, I might actually even wander over to the Roadhouse stage and check out Puddle of Mud. Um, <clears throat> yeah, definitely. Just because. Yeah, go check them out. Yeah, I mean, they have a forty-minute set, so that's definitely going to be a greatest hit set. And so, oh yeah, yeah, let's go check out some puddle of mud for sure. That'll be some nice, some nice sing-along time. Yeah. Um, 
you know, so, I mean, again, it's just, it's going to be an experience. Um, not the greatest of lineups, obviously, is from years past. Um, again, the fiasco with the headliners, but we're going to try to push through it, enjoy the music, enjoy our time together. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be fun. Yeah, it'll be a good time. It, uh, and right now, we're, it doesn't look like it's going to rain. Uh, the chances have crept no. up as the week gone on, uh, but I think, I think <clears throat> yep. we're going to be okay. It's just going to be hot. Um, I went for a 45-minute walk during lunch today, and it was extreme. it was fucking hot. It was real hot. And <laughs> it's it's going to be right. uh, that hot this weekend, unfortunately. Uh, but I, I will take the heat. I will deal with the heat uh, much better yep. than I can deal with the fucking rain, the storms, and the mud, and the tornado warnings of what Rocklahoma during Memorial Day weekend was. So. Let's, yeah, exactly. let's have a good time. Positive vibes. Let's just let's just hope that the AC and the camper holds up. <laughs> yes. And uh you know, and we'll be I think we'll be golden. So we got football on Saturday, concert. We're it's gonna be a glorious, glorious weekend. Good times. I am on the road in seven hours. Good luck. Be safe. And we will talk. Well, let's we gotta talk about next week. Yeah, I you know I think um, must just review every yeah. single thing that we see. Um, talk about our top five performances, bottom five performances, even. Mm-hmm. Um, all in all, in all, I have not looked at any new releases no, for this I week. Just we we can just do rock. Yep, I, I agree with you one hundred percent. So. Um, look forward to it, and I will talk to you in a few short hours. All right, everybody, be safe. Thanks for listening, as always. Uh, Rock low. Have a great night. Goodbye. See ya. <laughs>